Vin Diesel takes us back to the year 2005. Plus, Republicans and Democrats play the Hunger Games for real. And Joel just wants to say hello, okay? That and more on today's episode of The Real Review. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. Everybody, I'm here with Joel Social Distancing Cunningham. Am I? Yes. I'm pretty much always in a state of social distance. <laughs> I, I will say I'm one of those, um, uh, a multivert. Have you heard of that before? That like, sounds made up. It's like a Marvel thing. No, it's like when you <laughs> are part, like you can... You are by default one way or the other, but you can push yourself to being like extroverted or introvert. Because I'm by default, I'm I'm an introvert. Mm. Yeah. And yes. So, yeah. so you've been self quarantining your whole life already. Pretty much. Okay. Whenever I, that's like my recovery zone. Sure. If I get by myself, I can just kind of recover and and do my own things. I'm and, an introvert too, Joel. So together you? we <laughs> are separate in how we recover. Are we? Yes, it's brilliant. Okay. We are social distancing more frequently than most people. That is true. I forgot to mention your nickname. Yeah, what is mine? Yours is Matt. Say hi to your mother for me. Hey. <laughs> By the way, I need to point out that my Wahlberg in the intro of this one, yeah. of this podcast, was awful. <laughs> it was okay. People are probably not even really knowing what I'm talking it's about. Right. Why did he change like, his voice weird right there? Can, yeah. If you've seen the Saturday Night Live sketches, Mark Wahlberg Say hi to animals. your mother for me. Yeah. I can't even do Everybody it. Everybody wants to eat you, and I just want to say hi. I, yeah. I'm not very good at it right now for some reason, but yeah, I love those. Those are hilarious to me. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when he guest starred as himself. That was pretty fun. <laughs> but yeah. anyways, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. We're going to talk about a few movies today. Um, wild times we're living in, and hopefully this will be a few uh, moments where you don't have to think about the wild time. So we'll try and not mention it a yeah, ton. But anyways, um, if you're new to the show, uh, Joel and I break down our review of current films and uh, what we've seen recently, and uh, we kind of give you our perspectives. Joel's maybe a little bit more analytical, detail-oriented, yeah. uh, potentially yeah. pessimistic, negative, depending <laughs> on your point of view. Um, I'm maybe a little bit more uh, in, in it for the fun of it and uh, uh, optimistic and positive and just want to have a good time. Uh, but then we definitely have uh, some similar views as well. Mm -hmm. but, I'll tell you what, I'm going to work out. I'm going to be, I'm going to work. This one particular, so so much stuff going on. I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna try to be positive. Come on! All right, gonna, cool. I'm happen. I'm here for it. Joel. I'm not feeling optimistic about being positive. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm positive <laughs> yeah. that you are positively gonna have some trouble. Anyways, so uh, Joel, why don't you tell everybody how they can get connected with us? Yes, as always, there's some great ways to get connected. Realreviewmedia.com is our website. Uh, it's a great place to get connected to us on there. We're always posting our episodes and stuff. Uh, additionally, we have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash real review media we'd love to get connected and have you follow us on there uh, as we post things and, and put stuffs up there uh, additionally we have our twitter and instagram which are both at real review media love to get connected on those platforms and then last but not least we'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives as matt mentioned and we're all aware you know there's not a lot of film watching going on right now but hey shoot us your favorite netflix show you're watching or amazon prime or whatever hbo whatever that's going on um real review media at gmail.com totally so do that good thanks for the breakdown joel um, yeah, so we are going to dive right into it here. Now, here's the thing. This might be uh, our last 
uh, newer movie podcast yeah, for, for a, a little bit. For a little bit. Um, yep. As we know that studios have actually pulled most major releases for the next couple months. Yeah. Um, but we will find content because we love our movies <laughs> and there's a lot out there on Prime and Netflix that we've actually never even had a chance to talk about yeah, yet. Yeah, and that's what, I. two things. One, I went to go see a movie and the theaters were already closed, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. couldn't see a movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but then also I figured, hey, you know, everybody's stuck watching Netflix. Why right. not talk about one that's a big release for Netflix at least? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. So we are here for that. Um, so let's start off with our first movie. I got to I got a chance to see this one. Joel tried to see this one, but the mm -hmm. theaters closed down before you get there. Yes. If I'd had the opportunity... This would have been the one of yeah. the two releases that I saw. I will probably watch our next one that we're going to talk about, The Hunt. Um, but that's more of like a right. watch that at home when I won't jump and yeah. freak out. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get there. But okay. we're going to start off with Bloodshot. So this is uh, directed by... Well, let, let me go ahead and get to the synopsis first because it's incredibly short. <laughs> uh, Ray Garrison, a slain soldier, is reanimated with superpowers... Nice. And that's not even accurate. No? No. That's what the trailer looked like. I'm I mean, not it's, lie. it's not really that. It's more like biological enhancements. Kind of kind of like a oh, super... Gotcha. But like, anyways. Superpowers implies that it's like some like thing that he has in his body that they just like enable. Well, it's kind of true, but it's not like... But it's synthetic. Yeah. Sort of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so let's, let's talk about it. Uh, directed by Dave Wilson, um, stars Vin Diesel... Uh, Isa Gonzalez, I always forget to say how to say her name, and Sam Huren, um, <laughs> and uh, Guy Pierce is in it as well. Toby Kebbell is also. I kind of like Toby Kebbell. I feel like he pops up in random movies and mm. shows and stuff, but he's awesome. Yeah. Um, he's great. Yeah, he's positive. Let's. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for your positivity, Joel. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, let's talk about this movie because um, th I thought the trailers looked fun. Like, oh, this looks like a fun action movie in the in the veins of like fast and furious yeah i mean there's been a run not recently but there was a run of sort of vin diesel driven action movies you know pitch pitch dark or whatever pitch black pitch black i sorry. love pitch black actually. i like that i like that whole it was kind yeah. of weird but you know the his his run of like riddick inspired action films triple yeah. x and everything yeah. they kind of went to they went away for yeah. a good long while. And I'm like, are they trying to restart that? Was it just Vin Diesel was a good guy for the role? Right. Well, I don't he, know. He did stuff like uh, The Last Witch Hunter yep. and yeah. a number of other things I'd like that. I'd say the Vin Diesel action movie where he's the lead in it is kind of gone away. Yeah. So I was wondering if this was their attempt at kind of like restarting it. Because there's been talks of another... Or they did. They released another Riddick. I thought they did. There's three of them. There's three of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I haven't seen that third one. Yeah. And those all have their place. And I kind of have. I have a enjoyment for all of them. But the f the first one, Pitch Black, was is awesome. Um, but this. And here's the thing. He kind of came to prominence, I would say, in the 2000s. For sure. And, With um, Fast and Furious, I think. Fast and Furious, yeah. Pitch Black. I mean, he was in Pitch Black before Fast and Furious, technically. He was. I think that kind of put him on the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I think Fast and Furious was the one that solidified him as like mm -hmm. a star in yeah, a lot of people's yeah. eyes. And then you have like, uh, yeah, Chronicles of Riddick came out that same decade. But yeah. he, as, it, as it goes... I go to the movies to see a movie like Fast and Furious, not to get anything substantial out of it, but then just to have fun and be like, wow, yeah. see how ridiculous that is? Yeah. Um, Which are great. Movies and so like I, I went to this and um, I think the problem with this movie, because I would just say it's okay to subpar, mm -hmm. um, is this movie is uh, 
far too serious. Yeah. Um, and it it doesn't. It needs to be more lighthearted and in the same vein that like the Fast and Furious movies are ludicrous and yeah. it, they know they're outrageous. Like, let's jump this ice <laughs> ramp over a submarine, a car over, you know, like. So many ridiculous Yeah, things. it's just crazy stuff. And yeah. they know it and they play with it and it works because they know it's ridiculous. And they market it as such and the movie is actually fun because of it. Yeah. This was like way too serious. And um, to be honest, the... Uh, the best two scenes are are highlighted in the uh, trailer, um, and and there's some really cool effects and really awful effects. Yeah. Um, and the two best effects were those two scenes, and you could tell they spent a lot more time on some of those sequences than other ones. But let's start with the positives because I want to start with the positives. That's what sure. I normally do. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, I liked the acting. Uh, Vin Diesel. He, I thought he was okay. Um, he's never been like a super great actor in my opinion, but I think that his like gruff, monotone, uh, <laughs> angry, and it works for his character. He fits a certain vibe yeah, yeah, yeah. very well. He's extremely cliche. Yeah. It fits that same thing. Yeah. Like, and uh, yeah, he's stereotyped in that same like role constantly sure. yeah. and it works. Uh, I do like the supporting characters um, all around him. I felt like um, minus the villains, um, Guy Pierce was good. Uh, Isa, I don't know how to say her name, Isa Gonzalez. Mm. She was really good. I thought she had some really good moments. Um, but overall, the acting was oh, acting was good. Um, I loved two of the scenes that they highlighted in the trailers, and it just has to do with the CG work of and the slow mo of him getting like ripped apart in some way, yeah. and then his body reconstructing itself. Yeah. Those are really really cool. I will say the action was uh, in those two scenes specifically pretty awesome because it was he's like these things make him stronger mm. and um it uh and he he just totally just wipes out guys and like it's extremely visceral like when everybody when somebody gets hit or gets like punched and if they go flying into a wall like it's like oh you know yeah. you feel it you're like oh man <laughs> that guy's not walking away from that yeah um that kind of a thing and that was kind of cool i like i like you know an action scene to feel intense like that mm -hmm. um but that's it I would say for positives. Okay. Um, the story was a little too serious for what I think the content uh, was. Um, I would say the villains, like there's some like subpar like side villains, and you see them in the in the trailer, and they just weren't. Um, they were just bad guys. There was no history. You don't really get their mm. past or anything like that. Um, the worst part of this movie was there was CG. Like there was like blatant. Wow, that's a green screen. Oh, um, there was also a couple of times where like that Vin Diesel is completely CGI'd. Oh, you know, no. It looks like uh, Neo from the second and third Matrix oh, movies. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I did not enjoy that part of the movies. No, second and third. It looks Matrix like our, it looked like a um, kind of like a video game cutscene. I always said it looked like they took Shrek animators and turned it into a Matrix scene. I know. Because it looked like that fight scene with Fiona in the forest. Right. <laughs> she fights the I was like, yeah. wow, they all look rubbery. And yeah. The, you know, yeah, anyway. So anyway, Be positive, Matt. I don't. Be positive. Some people nothing, like the rubber. Some people enjoy the rubbery. <laughs> nothing, nothing from this movie is going to stick with me, unfortunately, other than, um, than what I might, those two, those two sequences, um, where his like body's reconstructing itself from being like heavily damaged or something like that. Yeah. Um, I thought those were cool, but I'm not going to really remember this movie. Hmm. 
uh, very well. And that's a big thing for me is rewatchability. I don't think I would want to spend time with my limited time. Yeah. I don't want to spend time watching this movie again. Yeah. Um, and which is kind of a bummer because I usually like to have more fun in movies and I'm usually more, uh, uh, I'm more willing to extend grace to movies that are um, there to have fun, but it's just not, I'm not yeah. having fun with it. Well, I think one of the things I liked about going into it was it's, it's a newish yeah. idea. Yeah, it, sure. There's nothing out there right now that I know of. Well, it's based off a comic. Is it? Comic book character. Bloodshot's oh, a comic book character. That. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That yeah, actually yeah. makes a lot of sense. So obviously they set up for sequel, like not like, super intentionally but they left it open-ended at the end and yeah all that stuff but um yeah oh i did like there's like a technology guy i forget who the actor is he's like a dude yeah it's like a tech dude in this one he shows up about halfway through the movie i thought he was pretty cool um anyways so i'm gonna give this movie 68 d plus Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's actually one of the lower ones I've seen lately. I was gonna say that's pretty low down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Normally. That's a failing. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not that good. No. So, anyways, I'm gonna go to 68. Okay. Um, I think what we could do here is, um, uh, how about how about now? Because, you know, I feel like people are probably tired of hearing me talk right now, right? Yeah. So you want me to go ahead? Yeah. How about you away? go ahead? We can talk about uh, Spencer Confidential now, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So. Uh, I will give you the intro for this one. Uh, well, the synopsis for this one is when two Boston police officers are murdered, ex-cop Spencer teams up with no-nonsense roommate Hawk to take down criminals. Uh, directed by Peter Berg, who we've known for a, a lot of good movies, yeah. at least I, once you've seen more, uh, but always really spoke highly of. Him and Wal- him and um, Wahlberg have been partnering up a lot. They're like friends yep. and they hang out and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. And this continues, that, yeah. obviously, the partnership. Uh, stars Mark Wahlberg, as stated as Spencer, Winston Duke as Hawk, uh, Alan Arkin as Henry, uh, Eliza Schlesing- Schlesinger, uh, the comedian, as mm-hmm. Sissy Davis, Michael Gaston as Captain Boylan, uh, Bokeem Woodbine as Driscoll. Uh, I'm not going to go into all the other actors. There's a sure, number of yeah. them that are in this, but those are kind of like the bi- the big ones. Um, so I, I really didn't have much of a reference point going into this one other than it's Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. And whenever he's involved with the production, <laughs> it's always going to come with a certain level of, I don't want to say, it's not goofy, but it's almost like satirical or... Um, slightly it's like making fun of kind of what you'd expect and i i like that about his projects a lot of times like he just he was involved with another documentary it was the one um the mcmillions one Mm, it was on hbo he's an executive producer i don't know what level involved is but if you watch that one you watch it you're seeing all the way that they're showing this like they're putting things in there that you were like i don't they're not taking this super seriously Mm -hmm. and it's kind of fun because you can joke around with the movie yeah. and you feel like you're kind of in on the joke. It doesn't yeah. feel like you're being made fun of. It feels like you're making fun of the, right. the world and the content and everything that this is taking place in. And that kind of rings true with this film as well. I know that a lot of Peter Berg films aren't really uh, silly or like making fun of anything. So right. This one plays up to more of Mark Wahlberg's kind of comedic timing and okay, comedic cool. style, which I think he can do an effective, yeah. uh, good job at. I've seen him in a few comedies and I always think he does a pretty Instant good job. Instant Family was really good. Yeah, Instant yeah. Family. Um so I enjoy that aspect of it, and I think um, also um, Alan Arkin and Eliza Schlesinger, um, their roles in this are great, and mm-hmm. they play really funny kind of like bounce off of yeah. Mark because he's kind of like 
the bull in the china shop type dude yeah. and they're constantly trying to like hold them back and like reel them in and say like you're crazy stop doing this and he's he has these moments where he kind of just switches into like spencer mode mm -hmm. i guess you could say which and then he just like becomes the detective and yeah. he can go off the cuff and just go crazy and beat the crud out of people and stuff yep. and those moments in the film are really enjoyable and really fun when That's they're not awesome. taking it super serious when they're kind of just joking around um and so again i didn't have much of a uh uh, like a mindset of a frame of reference for going into this. This yeah. is, as far as I know, this is a freestanding plot and character that they just created for this film, uh, which was very obviously, I think, set for Mark. Like this was written for Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Um, and but I didn't know much about the film, so um, oh, and Post Malone's in it, which is kind of funny. He's That's funny very briefly, yeah. but um, so I started watching it, and I wasn't sure what to make of it. And I think as I was going through the film a good film like this can kind of be goofy and funny, but also have good moments of action and plot and character development yeah. and move things forward. A good film. Yeah. A film like this, I felt like what it did really well is it had set pieces. It had a set moment where this was the purpose and that was the purpose. But whenever it tried to like tiptoe into the opposing territory, yeah, it, it wasn't great. Okay. So it would be like a really funny scene. And then a really good action scene. But then whenever there was like a funny scene they tried to include action in, it felt a little jarring. Yeah. Or when there was an action scene they tried to tiptoe into the side. So they the had some side. tonal issues yeah. when it came to switching the tone. Because yeah. you can switch tones. It's just a matter, or even immerse the tones. We've seen plenty of action comedies before. Right. But it sounds like maybe they're having issues. It sound, it. there was like five or six moments in the film that were like, I wouldn't say glorious, but like really fun and enjoyable. Um, glorious. Yeah. And there was really funny dialogue. I think one of the best things absolutely about this film is sort of the wittiness yeah. of the dialogue between the different characters. It it borders on being like intelligently idiotic. Okay. Like they're being stupid, but it's almost like you can tell that they could be a lot smarter if they wanted to be. They're yeah. just choosing to be stupid, <laughs> which kind of makes it fun. Yeah. Um, where it kind of also really fell apart for me, though, was in the plot and the story. Okay. There's nothing to really sink your teeth into in regards to like where they're going with the story. Things are kind of happening and you feel like you're on board for the journey and things are like transpiring, but you never really feel like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Ooh, like, right. oh my gosh. I right. wonder about that. Blah. It's just kind of stuff is happening. Yeah. And it's very driven of like with the characters and kind of what they're doing. And I don't want to say that they like failed in making sort of a because it's almost like a detective film, like sure. a noir crime investigation film mixed with an action comedy. Mm. Um, but I, I feel like maybe if they had, maybe if they had prioritized less this thing, like less yeah. the, the action or less the noirness sure. and maybe played up more the comedy or one of the other things that might've made it more cohesive. It's a little bit unbalanced. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It felt like it, and I hate to say this because this sounds negative and I'm trying to not be negative, <laughs> about, but it felt like a Netflix type film, which it sounds bad, but a lot of times with Netflix films, what, what you get with big budget, yeah. like studio films, a lot of times is you get so many different heads of departments and right. opinions and perspectives and production cycles yep. that things kind of like harder edges get smoothened out. You know, dialogue gets smoothened out, shots get smoothened, everything feels a bit like less pointed. Yeah. This film felt like it had some areas where it just kind of needed to get like knocked down a little bit. Sure. And to be more smooth run overall. Yeah. And some people are gonna love that. Okay. And I think that's Mark Wahlberg's style as well, is to be less smoothed out. Um less but, smoothed out, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Oh, totally. Yeah. And so I think it's worth watching. Um, is it gonna be a film that you're gonna revisit all the time? No. 
You yeah. might revisit scenes because yeah. there's like a four or five scenes that are just like pretty funny yeah. and silly and goofy. Um, and the fight scenes aren't bad. I mean, Mark Wahlberg, Mark, 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 <laughs> Mark Wahlberg stands up still as a good, you know, he's getting older, yeah. but he stands up well as a, as a good action fighter. Cool. Um, I think one of the things that would have helped it as well, and this is probably the last thing I say, but um, they tried to build this kind of like dynamic between Winston Duke and Mark Wahlberg in the film. So Hawk and Spencer as like this kind of, they fill in the the areas that the other, like Hawk is good with the tech, mm-hmm. but he's also really good like juggernaut, whereas Spencer is kind of like more into like the espionage and understanding people and how they work, but also a really good fighter. Mm-hmm. They tried to do this thing where they like mixed in a boxing story and they created this like brotherliness between the two of them. It just didn't really resonate. There was just something about it. It's like, like if I had to say it between like a romantic chemistry, it, there, was just no, <laughs> there was just no chemistry right. there. Um, on a romantic level, I would say that <laughs> for them, it just, it felt like they just, they were, they were acquaintances trying to force themselves to be buddies or friends yeah. and it just was okay. I really like Winston Duke. How was he just kind of on his own? If we're looking. He was of, fine. I think okay. they didn't really give his character a lot to okay. do. He was kind of most of the movie quiet. I mean, that's, that's how they wrote him. Mm-hmm. He's just very quiet. He's very like kind of patiently sitting and he's got this intense kind of scowl. As he's just contemplating things, he looks angry. Um, and his character does move forward and grow, which is good, but they just didn't do much with him yeah. until sort of the last half, the yeah. end of the movie. Um, the first half of the movie is kind of just unveiling this what is happening and why. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's a number of things I could say that like maybe if they did this, maybe that yeah. I don't want to go there. Speculation as to what could have made a better show. Yeah. Like um, every time I think about the rise of Skywalker, I Think about something that could have been tweaked. Yeah, I mean, this film felt a little <laughs> long too. So it's like if yeah. they just cut a little bit of content out and smoothed it over with some like dialogue dumps or yeah. some like you know just explaining it, exposition, like expositional dumps. Yeah, yeah that might have worked. But uh, overall, I'm going to give this one a, a C minus. Um, okay. So don't don't hate me out there, Mark Wahlberg fans. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a 71. I thought it was good. Yeah. If a sequel came out, I wouldn't be like, oh, I got to go watch right. the sequel, Spencer Confidential 2, even Spencer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even but Spencer. it was it was okay. Um, what, what was the one that I really, oh yeah, pa- Patriot's Day. Yeah. Love that movie. Yeah. I won't Patriot's ever watch Six. it again, but it was amazing. <laughs> he does a lot of those. It's I mean, too depressing. The, the oil rig yeah. as well was like. Yeah, that was um, as her, something. Deepwater Horizon. Deepwater Horizon. That's what yeah. it was. It's a great movie, but again, it, it's yeah. a pretty rough one to watch. Yeah, for sure. You know, especially the last 15 minutes or yeah. so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. Cool, there man. Go. Okay. There Thanks you go, for, man. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a great plan. Why don't you tell us about the other movie? Thanks man. for breaking it down for us. All right. That's so good. Okay. <laughs> so next, we are going to be talking about the movie The Hunt. Um, I... Uh, well, let's just let's just get into the synopsis here. <laughs> so, twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. Sounds a lot like the Hunger Games. They don't know where they are or how they got there. They don't know they've been chosen for a very specific purpose: the hunt. Um, chosen to die. Let's start with the positive. <laughs> well, here, let's do this. Uh, starring Betty Gilpin, uh, Hilary Swank, um, Craig Zobel directed this, but it had uh, Nick Hughes and Damon Lindelof write mm. for this. Um, so Betty Gilpin, Hilary Swank, Ike Barinholtz, Wayne Duvall, uh, Ethan Supley, Emma Roberts. Um, and I can't think of the guy's name from this is us. Um, so <laughs> let's start with the positives. This movie from the get go, it, it has like twists and turns, like, mm-hmm. like right away. Yeah. One thing that you're expecting with a character is not 
what you're expecting. It, it twists and it's in a pleasantly surprising way. Hmm. And I'm like, but you're like shocked from it and you have to kind of catch up a little bit before you can get back into it. And I think that's a positive. Um, I enjoyed myself. I really thought the opening of this movie is really strong. The first half is probably my favorite part. Um, and some of the just action sequences, I think were really well done. Um, and creative, especially the way that some of these people are hunted. Um, and, uh, I will say that this movie gets into some strange territory when it, when it's looking at the humor, because what you're looking at for the most part in this film is extreme right and extreme left. Yeah. Um, that was what it was pegged as. Right. And it's satirical. So people didn't get that. This movie was pegged as one of those movies that was supposed to be like, oh, this movie is so terrible. And it's, you know, it's, it's poking on just either the right or it's poking on just the left, you know? Yeah. And, um, and people were saying that it actually was supposed to come out last fall. It got postponed because it, it was just not a good time in the country with yeah, some shooting stuff that was stuff. happening. Yeah. And, um, so they made the call to, uh, postpone it. And they released it a couple of weeks ago. Actually, it comes out on video on demand, I think, this week, to be yeah. honest with you. I think NBC. I'm not sure if they made a wise decision in delaying it just because of the virus stuff. It's yeah. almost like they got hit a second time. Kind of, yeah, yeah. But, you know, nobody saw that coming. You know, yeah. it's just random stuff. But I, I think that... Um, I think that this movie is going to be for people who are totally fine with, you know, their potential beliefs being made fun of, but at the same time, the other side's potential beliefs being made fun of. Yeah. You have to be okay with that. But at the same time, I can see this movie being extremely divisive um, because again, it's got both sides being poked fun at. So if you're not able to be poked fun at either side, yeah. you know, you're not going to like it. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I don't like political humor. Um, typically like either it doesn't matter what side's being poked fun of i just don't i just don't like that yeah um a lot of times it just rubs me the wrong way um same way that like uh uh like adult humor and like adult comedies and stuff like that like i to me like i don't i don't get that and it rubs me the wrong way um but i think that this this movie um, has a couple things going for it, and that's the action, that's the satire, it's the uh, some of the creativity when it comes to the circumstances that these people are put in. Um, there are twists for days, it seems like, mm-hmm. and um, I really like that. Um, I, I, I don't know how to feel about some of it because some of it's like it's very polarizing. Um, and I think it's I think it's going to come down to what your personal beliefs are yeah. and what you, what you feel like you you want to come out of it. But if you go in there just to try and enjoy it, not really take anything serious from it, then great. Mm-hmm. I will say that Betty Gilpin is awesome in mm-hmm. it. Um, there's some uh, again the action scenes were cool. Uh, Betty Gilpin's the best part about it. Hillary Strings always really good in everything she does. Um, and I think that uh, uh, that's where you're going to find most of the strengths of the film. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, the ending isn't as strong to me. Like there are some twists at the end. I don't know if I really liked, um, but, but for the most part, um, it was, it was good. It was, it was, it was okay. Yeah. I guess let's say that. I guess what I was wondering, cause it's like you, at a certain point, somebody's going to die or and, multiple, or multiple. People. Yeah. <laughs> I should say that. Um, there's going to have to be a resolution, right? Yeah. And is the resolution to this buildup of two sides fighting against each other, satisfying to every audience or is it satisfying 
to maybe one particular style of audience perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true. And that's kind of what I would think would be the most divisive. Unless you can make it satisfying for everybody or satisfying for nobody, then you're going to probably appeal more at the end to one perspective more than the other. Yeah. And I think that's going to be from everybody. Everybody's going to have different perspectives on that because yeah. I think I think it can be interpreted in multiple ways. And that could be a potential pitfall when it comes to people liking the movie. Yeah. I'm a fan of satire. Yeah. Like I wrote a satire book. I, I love satirical stuff. And so that definitely intrigued me with yeah. this. What I wasn't looking forward to was the political humor mm -hmm. because I'm not a big fan of it either. I think yeah. most of the time with political humor, they tend to understand one side of it right. better than the other. Mm -hmm. And they'll poke fun at like straw men and stuff that mm -hmm. I'm just like, well, that's not really their perspective or that's right. only a half shade of that, Then I, I don't think you'd like this, to be honest with you, because yeah. I think this is pretty... They poke at elements of... Well, I won't say who, but they poke at elements of one specific side, I feel like a little more aggressively than they do right. the other one. And then it starts feeling unbalanced yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. And then the other thing was just the level of violence. Yeah. I just wasn't on board. I wasn't excited about like, hey, let's see somebody's head explode. It's, you it's know? gratuitous. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've never been a big fan. Like if you think of uh, Quentin Tarantino type films, yeah. with, you know, the, what do they call it? Grindhouse yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Like, and this looks very Grindhouse just based on the trailer yeah. of people getting blown up and whatever. I just wasn't looking forward to that. Yeah. So that's why I was going to go see Bloodshot. Yeah. I probably wouldn't you know, I probably wouldn't watch this again. Okay. Um, I will say I really like Betty Gil Gilpin. Um, I'm excited to see her do more things. Mm -hmm. She's got this really like weird um, presence, like in a good way. So I don't, don't take that the wrong way. Like <laughs> she's got like these facial mannerisms that I think are play really well. And you can tell it's like her, you know, like that's who she is. She's got kind of this like quirky yeah. smiles and like weird faces. She yeah. does like almost winks at cameras kind of like looks and, and it's really, I really enjoyed that actually. Um, but other than that, uh, the film, it, I don't know how I feel about some of it already. And I think that I'm going to take that and to be, uh, more trend towards the negative side of things. Yeah. So I'm going to say, um, if I'm going to rate this thing, I'm going to give it a 74, so a C. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with a C. Um, I think it is a better constructive film than Bloodshot, for sure. More yeah. clever, 100%. More modern, definitely. But um, yeah, so that's going to be that. Um, any questions? Anything good? No. Okay. I might, at some point, yeah. down the road, see it and yeah. start watching it if I feel like I'm ready for a violent <laughs> <laughs> yeah, violent journey. Yeah, a uh, political Hunger Games, exactly. So, um, guys, if you uh, agree or don't agree with any of our assessments of these films, let us know. You can reach us at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Let me know. And we'd be more, more than happy to answer questions. Or uh, please give us some recommendations as we go dark here for a little bit with like movie theaters being closed. Yeah. Um, we have to find a lot of online content. Yeah. Yes, give us give us some. Um, <laughs> we could do a tube talk. Yeah, I know. give time. us a suggestion. I know, right? Um, and maybe what's been your some of your favorite movies that we haven't had a chance to speak about, um, and then we can go from there. But also connect in with us, social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter at Real Review Media, and um, also our website realreviewmedia.com. Um, and then yeah, we'll we'll see you, but we'll we'll try and do what we can to keep seeing some movies that we haven't had a chance to check out yet. Um, I know there's a couple on Amazon. There's one, um, Aer Aeronauts. I saw that one. Yeah. Did you like Aeronauts? Yes and no. That movie gives me, I'm, I'm terrified of heights. Yeah. That movie you freaks me out. You probably, there's three or four scenes. Just you're thinking about it, my about. hands are sweaty. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, 
I'd have to do, do a whole deep dive. Okay, well, we can talk about it maybe yeah. down the road. I'd but... be fine with discussing it if you see okay. it, if you see it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, Joel. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, good to go. All right, well, stay safe out there, folks. How about that? <laughs> yeah, good, good, good. We're praying for all of you. Stay safe. Absolutely. Do what you need to do. Don't hoard things at the store. Be kind and generous people. Yes, we love you. Awesome, and it's been real. It's been real.